0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to QMenera, an Exquarians Points podcast, or an all-queer cast Numenera podcast. I'm Kenny, the cast member who plays the lovable and simple lad Hillian. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate us and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review makes Kalric, the GM and producer's eyes, sparkle, and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Xquerian's points network. So we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. Did you know that we had a Patreon? We are grateful to everyone who's already become a patron. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards. So check them out at patreoncom slash points.
1: Be gay. Roll dice.
0: An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.
2: Hello, and welcome back to Human Era. I am Kelric, your narrator. My pronouns are he, him. And today, I don't think I'm gonna call anyone out on anything. This is my fabulous cast. Jessica, would you like to go first?
1: Sure. Uh, I'm Jess, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm playing Tiuna, a mechanical nano who rides the lightning and is bad at social interactions. Everybody knows that about her. And her pronouns are also she, her.
3: Hi, I'm Aaron. Uh, I play Rylou, a graceful glaive who speaks with a silver tongue. And they're supposed to be good at social interactions, but still aren't. And both of our pronouns are they, them. Hi,
0: my name is Kenny. Uh, My pronouns are he, they. And I play Hillian Jossa and Ernest Jack, who howls at the moon, whose pronouns are he, him. And he's a hungry boy.
2: I would love for to Yuna to give the recap this time, if you don't mind.
1: After I woke up and made breakfast for a Hungry hillion, classic Rylou just walked off and didn't help with a damn thing. But, uh, Gaston let us know that we had a new mission from Renvale. Uh, Gaston is clearly distracted by news of what happened to Hegprid, but there's nothing we can do. Hegprid made their choice. So we've gone out to find sealed ciphers owned by Milneu, who has a map potentially to the steel city we found through the tree that we found back in the Baedenu forest. If that's true, I think it would be best to close off all the rest of the entrances. I don't think anyone should have access to it, especially not beyond priesthood.
3: So
0: we had breakfast and there were a lot of snacks. Some of them were a little bit more dry than others. Then there were some serious conversations and, and Helen was like, "Yeah. Yeah, those are yeah. Lots of Oh, those are so good. Um, can we can we get some more snacks? And then we left the house for a little bit and there were a lot of people asking questions, but my stomach was growling, so I ate some more
3: snacks. I also managed to convince a city guard that, of course, both Tuna and I and Helene belonged here, and he promised his everlasting friendship after some gracing of palms. And finally, we found the sealed cipher. Who knows how this is going to turn out, but everything always works out fine, right?
2: It did earn an ally for the low low cost of 75 percent of your entire pocket money hooray they love you forever (laughs) and you have arrived
1: at sealed ciphers
2: that's right why did you do this because it's fun (laughs) so you're there it is is this very inviting store it the, the incense has this burning around the doorway on both sides has Hints of uh, spice that you know just reminds you of warmth and holidays and you know little festival times and there are banners and fabric that is exquisitely bright and printed and not not the not garish. It's like it's just this thing of beauty that's welcoming and makes you want to come in and in beautiful uh, woodcut lettering there's a sign that says sealed ciphers over the top as you stand outside and gaze in wonder I suppose <laughs> what's your next
1: oh, yeah tuna will go in
0: <laughs> the Hillian who is tied to tuna will be following because of snacks
3: Rler's <laughs> gonna enter thinking about holidays that I expect Calvert to put in later in
2: great detail. <laughs> 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 Alright, so you go in and as you look around there are all kinds of things It's there are oddities off to, you know, the front left side that have just you know, bubbles that are uh, floating in the air with what look like little uh, dragon pixies floating inside them or you know, an eyeball that just sort of follows you around as it lays on its um, silver tray and the eye color changes as you near different items and just numerous other things. And then in other areas, you can see that there are there's clothes and there's incense and there's just it, it is a plethora of. Items and senses for the eyes, and anything that could draw you in.
1: Um, uh, Tiana is definitely just like taking little treats and like handing Hillian one, and then immediately grabbing another one for as soon as he finishes it to make sure he doesn't get distracted by anything in this store.
2: Yes, there will be a few intellect saves because <laughs> we <don't> have will <laughs> save, so we will have intellect rolls for Hylian. Um I would like to say, at least two before you get to the counter and interact with anyone. So why don't we roll those. Um, You get an asset to succeeding (laughs) because of the treats and a second one because of the flapping cape that Tuna has. (laughs) But the difficulty is going to raise (laughs) the longer you stay in here because this store is filled with wondrous items. So let's start with a TD-12. You have a 50-50 chance at success. Uh TD-5? Or TD... TD-4. Four. So four. 12 okay. is the target. TD-12. Not possible! Well, I was gonna say. <laughs> Do I get to roll two D-20s? <laughs> Alright. Hey! Hey! Look at that. Okay. One. That's a nat 20. You gain a major effect. Of your choice, what would you like that major effect to be? Would you like to hold it until after you are interacting with this individual? What's your plan?
0: I think uh, Hillian is lost in thought, has an internal uh, monologue going on uh, about how awesome the food is, how hungry they're feeling, and uh, what the next meal will look like.
2: Okay, so. I think as you're going through the snacks you have you were full like for a short time In I mean it long it's, it feels like it's been longer than you can remember since you have felt just satiated but you have had enough and now you are just contemplating your next meal or something what are snacks really? If you think about it,
0: aren't they just small meals? And if they're small meals, why don't we have multiple sides? Is there a special beverage to go along with snacks?
2: Deep Thoughts by Hillian.
1: Hillian asking the real hard hitting question.
2: All <laughs> <laughs> well, our Patreons
3: just have Hillian ASMR talking about internal monologue of snacks.
2: This cheese is gooey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So. Tuna, you are freed up a little bit. You have a little bit more freedom because you've been offering snacks and you notice that Hillian is turning them down, but they are not pulling away. They're just sort of following you very docilely, obviously in their own head. Um, Which. A little unusual, but I think. In this case, you feel really secure about it, and you feel like even if they were to move off, they would stay in this store because the store is full of so many interesting items. Like, there's no reason for them to travel outside of the store because anything that could grab their attention is in here with you. So you feel pretty secure to move forward with whatever else you're going to do. So as you move forward, you see a minuscule being behind the counter they are dark-skinned with almond color uh, shaped eyes and they have a bit of yellow around the iris they are um, not human but not any species you've seen before they have almost a frog-like wide mouth and very I'd actually say more like a turtle like it's very it's almost uh kind of like a, a small beak to their face and they are adorable and dangerous looking at the same time like this looks like someone who you do not want to mess with but unless you push them to that point they are quite charming. They have like a stool behind the counter, which you can see because it's just clear—not glass, but some sort of like plastic material that you can just see right through. And you can see that they're on like a foot tall stool, so that they're over the counter at a normal height. And they see you, and they say, "Well, welcome. How can I help you today?"
3: I feel like Jess, you're taking the lead on this one. Oh. You walked in first with
1: Billy, and all right. <laughs> This is gonna go great for us. Are are you Milnew?
2: Why yes! I am a pleasure, and you are?
1: Uh Tina, I'm here on behalf of of Gestin.
2: You know Geston? Wonderful
1: Um What what would
2: Geston have sent you
1: here for? her tell there's some sort of map.
2: Their eyes dart around the store which is <laughs> empty. You're actually there very early and I see. Do you have anything to show that you have a connection to Gestin?
1: Um I guess you would just show her like Eon Priesthood uh, Mark the port
2: and they would nod at you and then they would look at the other two people with you. Go ahead. their bracelet okay they're like at the end
3: of the thing too they're just like yeah mm.
0: <laughs> hillian is contemplating whether or not crumbs are just little snacks for mice
1: I think was Hillian's uh like so, what what was hillian's uh priesthood mark
0: oh goodness I can't remember I think it was an amulet yeah i thought you had a necklace
1: okay yeah. um Tina then would just sort of like lean to like show him like, <laughs>
2: necklace like don't don't worry about him it's right here excellent um and then they press a button and the doorway behind you slowly starts to close and this will be just a moment to ensure that we have privacy and then it closes and they, and they hop down off the stool, and they come up to roughly your rib cage, and they walk out from behind the counter, and they say, well, here's the deal. This person came to sell me this map, and I talked to Gaston about it, and Gaston said that it sounded absurd. But I've kept track of them because I like to know what's going on. And I would like to know why gueston has changed their mind about why this map matters. So in exchange for that, I will tell you where to find the person who is selling the map to the best of my ability.
1: Um, I don't know that gueston did change their mind, but they told the young Priesthood about it and orders came down to fetch this map. Interesting.
2: And you can see that they're filing inf- information away. I mean, like they're they're not subtle about it. They're not trying to hide anything. They're like, this person obviously sells just about anything. You know, their store shows it, but they don't seem to have like bad intent. They just seem to want to know what's going on because that's the only way to keep yourself alive in business. I think this is something that even from well behind you, Rilu can recognize and understand from their experience with being around their parents in the in their business. Um, so, why don't we go have a seat? And they point off to um, the left, and you see that there's this little curtained area that has. It sort of has the feel of where you'd go for like a um, a psychic reading where it's a small round table and they might have like a deck of cards there and you know, just a couple of seats around it where you can all sit. And you know, they offer, would you like some tea while we while we chat? It will only take a moment.
1: Is this necessary? Can't you just tell us where to find this person and we can be on our way? Not that I don't appreciate the hospitality. I see.
2: And they obviously do not appreciate it, but so be it. No need for niceties, I suppose.
1: Fine. Niceties any other time would be fine, but I need to get through this so I can get back to what I'd like to be doing.
3: And Ryanu chimes in. I'm sure a business person such as yourself always knows how valuable time can be. That's all. It's just the time clock. It's we would love to come back another time with you.
2: Oh, I'm sure. When you would like to be here, as they look at Tina. Of course. And then they stop talking to Tina entirely. <laughs>
1: That feels correct. to me in the first place.
2: I didn't make you talk to them. <laughs> you know about
3: Numenera, so I figured this was like a Numenera shop, and you would be able to be like, "Hey, nice
2: square hole maker. <laughs> How about we?" <me>? Oh. <laughs> All right. So this is this is the information is I have. The individual looking to sell this map is named Twom, And Twom has said the price, which I found exorbitant until they mentioned that it was all the Numenera you could possibly want, was 3,000 shins. And it's just unbelievable. It's a crazy amount. but. Sure, and I will tell you this, this Tuam person is very brave because they are down in the roots. They are staying in what is known as the north end of the roots, which I don't know if you know, but that is where all of the dangerous people who want to be petty tyrants start out. They have, there are gangs, there are thieves, there are, it's just, it's, there are murder, it is not a pleasant place. You would not find me down there at all, but they're down there and I would say I would say your best bet is to go down and go to the Merden at night, midnight. It's a bar. Because where else would petty tyrants spend time drinking, of course, whatever. So, Twom looks, their appearance is tall, like and he looks around. Which of you is the tallest of the three? Oh, I'll lose be 5'8". I think it's probably either
1: Tina or Hillian.
2: So we'll point to Hillian. A little taller than this one, they have a patch over their left eye and one of their arms is I guess it's a Numenera that's attached. It's it's not something I'm familiar with, but it is not a flesh arm. It is mechanical of same nature. This is the information I have. The 3K is 3K Shins was quite a lot. And I begin to wonder, with you all being here, if perhaps they are underselling that. No, they
3: really For all this information, I'm not quite sure what it is that,
2: um, uh, and
3: I'm sure for all this information, uh, Justin will be so thankful, Um, we will make sure to keep you updated on what happens with this map and what is going on as an exchange of good graces. Now, someone as connected as yourself, and as respectable, I don't expect you to have any interactions with them, but you know knowledge, you hear things. Would you know who it is in the north side that would mayhap uh, be able to grant us safety? You know, there's always someone that leads all these rickrack.
2: So, that is not something I could help you with. But I do know the Murden at Midnight, the bar I suggested, is a safe space. It is a... Well... It's a no... So, that bar is neutral. You can go there. Once you step outside the door, I don't know. I don't go down there. I have associates who come and talk to me, but I don't go down there. That's not a place for-
3: Mjolnir, in exchange for all of the information you've given us, we appreciate it so much. Is there anything that we can help you with as an offer of friendship? Uh, Hillian kind of
0: snaps to for a second. I, I think I have some of these amazing mushrooms. And holds out Uh,
2: his hand. I do love a good mushroom. And they'll take it. And, I mean, you have a major effect to use. So, I mean, if you want that to be, you know, them accepting a mushroom as in payment, that's totally fine. It's a gift from (laughs) Helion. Wonderful. Yeah, and basically, they will actually draw you a map as the major effect on how to get to the Murden at midnight. And let me type that for you so you know there
0: after all of the discussion of you know no murder zone no kill zone whatever i i remembered it as the murder at midnight so i'm <laughs> really glad that uh you you pre it again
2: <laughs> yes uh, that's what i've i've said it a couple times because of it. i'm like murden and uh, i believe murden is one of the monster types that is in in the um one of the books so and finally they would say do you have 3 cations? Not even close, I don't think. You might want to make sure that you can have that covered and verify that before you go down to the north end. And I will warn you, it will not be it will not be wise to go there too late at night. We appreciate your advice and we will make sure to heed it. Excellent. And then they sort of click their fingers, and there's apparently like a button or something on it. Like they have a new uh, cipher or a new Monera that opens the doors behind you. And they say, Is there anything else that I can do for you? To, as they say it to Rilu, pointedly ignoring Tiyuna. Currently, unfortunately, I'm low on
3: physical funds, though I'm sure we could exchange many a story. But perhaps if my fortune changes while I'm here, I will be back to see your wares.
2: Oh, well, if your fortunes do change, please do. And they point to an area behind the counter, and it has like four large volumes. And they're like, these are some of the finest stories that I have been able to trade for. In the past five years, and I would be happy to discuss the price if you are interested.
3: I'm sure we will share many a cup of tea soon.
2: Excellent. They'll go back behind the counter and they'll just sort of pat Hillian on the hip, maybe like, Thank you for that mushroom. It was delicious. Cheers! Um and after they pat you on the hip, they pause. And they look around their store and they go over to an area where the oddities are and they pull out this item and they're like, I think, I think you should buy this. Oh, What is it? And they open it up and it is not... It's almost like a slap bracelet, <laughs> but it's sort of like a slap bracelet with uh, little glowing symbols on it. Obviously, words, letters, something from a previous civilization, and they're like, I, I think this is something that would be good for you. Uh,
0: okay, um, what, what do you want for it? Well, what do you have? Uh, Hillian um, kind of looks distant for a minute. Well, I, I, I have snacks. No. Um, I, I have a couple of shins. Um, mm. uh, yeah, no, I, I don't have that much otherwise.
2: Okay. How many shins are you offering? I have four shins. <laughs> Total. Yeah. And snacks. Then. And- I think a fair trade for this item is two shins and the rest of those mushrooms.
0: Hillian's eyes go wide. The, the rest of them?
2: The rest of them.
0: Uh, uh, okay, I guess. And Hillian will reluctantly take out the pouch that has the r- mushrooms in them and
2: um, hands over two shins. And they take them, and they slap the thing on your wrist, and they say, thank you. And then they walk away. So okay. you know, just, it, um, slap <laughs> slap bracelet on your um, items list, and we will see what this does for you. And this will be part of your major effect.
3: OK. Does Tiona just let this person slap a Numenera device on?
2: Yeah? <laughs> All right, cool i don't know any better awesome so yeah you need to follow up on this at, at the north end at nighttime, and you have your you have what else do you want to do
1: as they're leaving tuna will just call out thank you for your time and thank you for respecting ours and lead Hillian out
2: Great, and what are you doing?
1: <laughs> um, That's their well, plan is to, as long as like Rylou and Helian are both fine with it, Tiana's plan is to go back to Gueston's house because they apparently need 3,000 shins, and Tuna's not paying that or looking for the money. So hopefully, the Elon Priesthood has a plan.
0: Oh, yeah. um, uh, in in some lucidness, Helian's uh, like, 3,000 shins is a lot where where would we find such amounts of money
1: hopefully the priesthood has some sort of contingency for this
2: Justin better have deep pockets oh i was so hoping Riley would just be egotistical and be like whip i got this i will perform for this stuff we got it <laughs> oh so I, I still plan
3: on going saying uh Mil- Milenic, who was you told me the person to talk to about performing <laughs> Yeah, I took notes on that, just not guessed in the one we talked to every five minutes.
2: Awesome. <laughs> cool. So I would like uh, Kenny to do two um, int rolls to see if you can make it out of the market without getting distracted and running off. Okay. All right, that one's fine.
3: It's an 11 for
2: the audience. Yes. Ooh. ooh. ooh a three is not going to cut it. What do you see in this market that is such a draw that you literally drag Tiuna over to it?
0: I don't think it's a sight. I think it's a smell. Oh. Uh, there's something savory and sweet and um, something that Hylian has never smelled before, but it smells intoxicating and yummy. Okay. So. And so Hylian just catches the scent on the air and, like a bloodhound, starts, like, navigating, stopping every once in a while to, like, smell the air and then keep on going. Oh, we, we have to find this. Oh, oh, what, what is that? We have to find this. And off Hillian goes. And
2: Tina is just like, this is cool, I'm going.
1: No, Tina's definitely trying to, like, drag him back by the scarf and lead him toward... And, and is definitely like pulling every kind of snack she has out of her bag, and like, what about this one? Right, let's just go back to gueston's house.
2: But you know, this is new. <laughs> cool. Okay, so you get to this stall that has, as Aaron has suggested, a orange root stew with. This is reminiscent of the incense that you smelled earlier and something hot. Like even smelling it, you start to sweat a little like it's it's intense, whatever it is. They are offering bread bowls filled with this orange root stew.
0: I I think Helian is literally salivating like just kind of saliva
2: dripping from their mouth i, I need to have some it is three shins for the root stew bowl i i have two shins
0: Tuna. i only have two shins
3: there's like please give him the stew this is disgusting
1: um Tina will ha- pass over another shin Oh, thank
0: you! Thank you so much! And uh, Hillian will, will, like, frantically dig out the other two shins, which are probably stuck between, like, some other gummy fruit and other things, and, and, like, pull them out, and maybe the little hair tuft is, like, stuck on
2: it, and be like, here, here, here! And the person hands over the stew, takes the shins. Well done. (laughs) You have stew.
1: While Hillian is distracted eating the stew, um, which hopefully means, like, hands, like, up close to his face, Tiona wants to take the opportunity to try to figure out what the slap bracelet is.
2: Okay, yeah, do a, a Numenera roll. Oh. <laughs> hey, is that a nat 1? That looks sure. nat 1. <laughs> Yikes. Tuna, you think that this slap bracelet is something dangerous whatever that shop owner wanted this is something that they've done and you think it's because they want to get back at you they could tell the two of you were tied together and this is some way to get back at you for being rude you can spend
3: an experience point to re-roll that
1: you could yeah I think I'll do that <laughs> <laughs> Based on this person, like based on the fact that Gaston, like called this person their friend, it seems like Tuna probably wouldn't necessarily think they would be that terrible.
2: Hmm. I don't know. People get really offended by Tuna.
1: <laughs> that's true. But offended enough to hurt Hillian, who everyone loves, that's harder to believe. <laughs> Fair.
2: Okay. 12. That's much, much better.
3: You, like, read the runes, and it's, like, death bracelet, and then you're, like, oh, wait, I miscalculated this one.
2: (laughs) It's a breath bracelet. Oh, so close.
1: (laughs) Like, if it had been something, like, it's intended to hurt, like, someone who touches this person, then she would have believed it. But if it's just, like, it's dangerous, it's going to hurt Hillian, she's, like, that doesn't seem right. (laughs) Nobody wants to hurt Hillian. Have you met this little fluff of sunshine? I don't think so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This little fluff of sunshine is like a Muppet in this bowl of soup. Like when the Muppet (laughs) monster's going...
2: (laughs) (laughs) With a 12, you know that this bracelet is something that records where you are. So it gives you a way to pull up images of where you have been for the last... 12 ish hours from what you can tell and you know that's that's just something that you're like you sort of recognize the symbols and going back and you pull out your book and you start going through your Monero book and looking at things and you're like okay this is what I think this is this is some sort of recording device and don't know why it might be useful but or why the store owner thought it might be useful but definitely there are ways that this could be handy (laughs)
1: especially if i could find a way to make it transmit and then tina could pick up on the signal somehow yeah tina's gonna be thinking about this for a while
2: yeah i mean it's because of their major
1: major effect that's the word
2: it's like boon benefit so because of that this bracelet that's why they chose to give this bracelet to him way to avoid the gm intrusion which would have been hilarious to me you get the soup the soup will keep (laughs) Lian occupied as you are physically dragging them out of the space, <laughs> you get back to Gestin's unless Riley's doing anything. Um, I mean, if this is going to take
3: the whole day, maybe,
2: but I'm assuming it's not, so I'm going to go with him. Yeah, I mean, you have you have plenty of time to just do whatever. But if you just want to go back and talk to Gestin, you can do so and see about the three Haitians, which is not a great—that's a big amount of money. Sounds like Gaston's problem, doesn't it? (laughs) All right. Gaston is in their apartment and their little home and working away on something. They seem really intent about it, but they do seem much more calm, very relaxed. Like, okay, this is a thing I have to do, but I think I have things under control. Like, they're just sort of... They are not as anxious as they were. They are not... None of those physical ticks that se- send anxiety out were are present anymore, but they do not really notice you all coming. Gaston, hello, we've returned. <laughs> oh, oh, yes.
3: Do you have the map? Uh, not quite, but we do have a way to get the map.
2: Well then, go get it.
3: That's what we need you for, see. Uh, as per form, as per Aeon uh, Priesthood Form A7634, I would love to formally request funds. That's the uh, one form that Riley knows. Roll for that. <laughs> I, I feel like that's
2: a real form. Who would know how to request funds if not Rylu? That's fair. So uh, get, get advantage on it, but let's roll for it. Yeah, what if it's the wrong one? Uh, okay, cool. I'm going to put in some... Am I deceit? What am I doing? I, I was just looking You're, around. It's an int roll for memory on whether you actually know this thing. Do you have cool. to help you with that?
3: No. I mean, I'll put in some effort into it. I, I,
2: cool. All social
3: skills is not really necessarily the same thing.
2: Nope. Roll for it. Let's see what you got. Cool. A 16. That is an actual form, and you are absolutely correct. I, would, I think that this is actually a form that... You have, like, five copies of in your bag because you are always ready to requisition money from the priesthood. Yes, It's like, so- one thing that even Tuna is like, can't complain. <laughs> I love this is about Riley. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. How much? How much? What are we talking? Uh, according to Mildy 3,000 shins. They blink at you several times, and then shake like, the how much? That's what Millionaire said. Millionaire
3: said that they are charging 3,000 shins for this map. Surely that's nothing to the priesthood,
2: right? Maybe the priesthood, but it is for me. Just give me the form. Let me see what I can do. <laughs> Perfect. I pull it out and it's like already partially filled out with what, what they need. Oh yeah, you are, it basically, all it needs is the amount, your signature, and to be signed off by whoever you turn it into. Perfect. Like, you are ready. I got this to go. So, they take it, surprised you gave them the correct amount. Well played. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I have the forms for other acquisitions ready, too. (laughs) They go to that screen, they uh, share it with central and then they they're like well now we wait and they're like i i will be i have to finish this but then i can join you so if you would like to have some tea maybe get prepared for your evening looking at each of you significantly
3: yes um so it's been a while since you've been at such a big uh base for the priesthood um are there resources available for uh, ciphers, or numinera of sorts here. They're available for requisition.
2: What are you looking for?
3: Well, we've been told that in order to go in and get this map, we're going to have to go into the murder at Midnight down in the roots in that dangerous
2: area, and I They're... just think it would be best if we had some sort of... Yeah, their eyes bug out when you say that. The where? Oh, no. Oh, I see why... I see why I am not the one for this job. Okay.
3: We are going to bring the shins there, of course. That would be ludicrous. But we do have to go talk to the map seller in order to get him to come to a place that is safe to transport those shins.
2: Uh, Very well. Um, I'm glad that we have a little time now, then, because I would like you to write up your reports just in case you don't come back. And if you will fill out the forms for the ciphers you would like, I am happy to see what we can do. Perfect. Riley's going to do some paperwork, I guess, because I want some ciphers. Cool. So, you do that, and who wants ciphers, and what? how many are we talking? Because we will just roll on the cipher table for... I can only hold one
3: more. I mean, I would like
2: more, but I have that, I have a giant bomb in my backpack, so that's great. That's a thing. Hylian can hold two more. Okay. So, why don't y'all... Roll on the cipher table. Tell me what what's your number? Is it a D one hundred? Yes, it's a D one 26. hundred. Forty-seven. That's for Railou. Twenty-six was for Hillian. And a fifty-seven for Hillian. And tuna is full up, right?
1: Yep, no room for more ciphers.
2: Alright. I cannot remember how to work. if it's really good, you can exchange. You could ask to change if you wanted to, but it'll—it's just going to be random. If you're fine with what you have, you're fine with what you have.
3: We're going to be like, hey, we're going to this dangerous place. Can we have a cipher?
2: And they're going to be like, hey, here's this thing that generates a lot of soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So y'all get three ciphers. I will, I will fill them up for you, and you can move on. As you said, th- are you doing anything to prefer- prepare for tonight other than the ciphers, or are you good?
3: I want to do something before the night ends, but otherwise
2: Riley's prepared because that fighting is what I do. Okay. Gaston gets a response, and you know how the papers came through and he just caught them? This time, a device comes through. So it's a piece of Numenera that is circular with metal prongs coming out, all of the sides sort of curving up into the center that looks like a, it's just a disc, but the little prongs, to give you uh, an idea, look like when a spider is dead and it comes back and the legs curl in. That's what the prongs look like all the way around it. And Gaston offers this to Rilu and says, well, this is your 3,000 shins. When you are ready, you just press this button here, and it is just a button in the center where all the legs are sort of curled into, but they don't quite touch it. It's a little red button there that you press, and Gaston says, Once you press that button, this device will disappear, and in its place will be a bag with 3,000 shins. Uh, so as
3: dangerous as it sounds like the murder at Midnight is, it sounds like we should not be bringing this there. Should we, as, the, uh, as a superior, should we
2: send this individual here? Should we send them? No. No, this device will only work, and they've put it in your hands already. If you touch the button while alive, it will disappear. I recommend that you make sure you have the map before you're willing to press the button. It is as close to a a, a, a failsafe as I can give you. That is more than I
3: thought would come from the priesthood. That is not you, because you have been so gracious. Headquarters, (laughs) is what I mean. Uh, (laughs) Any other (laughs) advice for dealing
2: with people down at the Morden at midnight? Don't show fear, and don't pick a fight you can't win. I never do. And then, like, Riley looks at the other two.
1: <laughs> Tuna has just scoffed so hard it sounded like she was choking. <laughs> if, if
0: there aren't Joraskar, uh, I think I'll be fine.
2: Gustin uh, looks at you and then looks at the Tuna and Rylou and says, You realize that you will be cutting this close, right? Yes. Are you taking precautions? And the chains like the, the chains for a Howl at the Moon individual are on the couch in where you all had breakfast. And he looks significantly at that and then he looks at you and, sa- and says, Are you? Is this happening?
1: I mean, since they're out, you know, we'll grab them. Okay. Shove them in her bag.
2: Okay. Best of luck to y'all. Augusta, do you have an... Oh, sorry. No. Yes, what? Do you have an idea what this bracelet is? Yeah. I point to the slap bracelet? They look at the slap bracelet and examine it, and... Your friend gave it to us. <laughs> they rolled an 11, so they know exactly as much as Tiyuna maybe just a little less like they don't know how many hours it will record but they just tell you everything tuna says with that one exception so it's like i'm not sure how long it records for but it will record what they have been doing so i can see some usefulness to that and then the time passes are you say anything else you want to do uh
3: if so out of character, if we want to just, if we want to get on with it, then we can, or Riley like wants Riley. to talk to someone, but
2: we can do that after, we can do that a different day. Yeah, Riley can do whatever, and we can just have a interlude on what y'all did throughout the day, what you did throughout the day afterwards, but y'all meet up back at like dusk to head down?
1: Yeah. Um, the only thing for sure that Tuna does is share her thoughts on the meeting, which is that once we find, uh, we should convince them to, I mean, let them know, of course, that we wouldn't have brought 3,000 shins to the roots, Mm -hmm. uh, and then convince them just to go somewhere else, and they can even pick the location, uh, as long as it's not the roots so that we can make the trade, but make sure that they know we're not trying to, like, ambush them to steal it. We just didn't bring 3,000 shins with us.
2: Well, I think that's wise. and I'm certain that this Tuam person will understand because there is no way they are carrying that map around with them. It must be in a safe location because if they were carrying it with them in the north end, they would simply be killed and someone would take it because these people who want to be tyrants down there would would have no scruples about simply murdering the person and taking the map. The only way to remain safe would be to not have it and also to be able to protect themselves. So you are probably, I I think you should be as prepared as possible. Do you have a way for us to
3: confirm the identity of the map? I mean, it's possible that this is all a a scam and I would hate for us to come back with nothing. Is there
2: some identifying mark or anything? I have no idea. All I know is this map supposedly exists.
1: I mean, I feel like we would, if anyone could verify it, it would be us. If it really does lead to the place where we were, we'd probably be able to identify some aspect of it.
3: Good, I was just making sure we weren't missing people.
1: I think it's
2: very easy. If the map exists, it is for this place you described. Where you entered should be very clearly marked, and it's a fairly easy rubric to test.
3: Well, hopefully we will
2: be back by Early morning at the latest, if not. All right. So I will let you all rest so you get all of your intellect and whatever points you have spent back. We will pick up, do we want to just pick up next week, uh, next time we meet with all of you just at the Murden at midnight, at dusk? Okay. Yeah. And Hillian can describe how they're starting to feel as the sun sets on this beautiful day in Ephraimon.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. As always, I am Kelric, your narrator, and this has been our Cuminera game. I hope you're enjoying it. You can find me here. You can find me on our Starfinder show, playing a very high uh, cat person space psychic ridiculous character who is hilarious on our starfinder show and you can find me on twitter at eq points or at cormalon that's c-o-r-m-a-l-l-o-n
1: uh i'm jess you can find me on twitter at writejessr w-r-i-t-e-j-e-s-s-r or you can find all of the various podcasts and streams and everything that i do on my website writejess.com um, including the two things that have come out since our last recording Beyond the Basics and Villains and Layers 4, which are both available on the DMs Guild. Um, and again, also on my website, where you can also find all the other things I published.
3: Amazing. My name is Aaron. You can find me at Space Persona on Twitter. And follow us at EQ Points because I don't have any other plugs.
0: And uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Punderdrone. Um, and yeah, follow, uh, at EQ points for everything else that I'm involved in.
2: Thank you so much. And as always, we hope to see you here, uh, hang out with you next time. I'm Calric. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Cuminera and Excorians points podcast. Are your ears burning for another podcast? We cannot recommend enough checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. There are six friends who have no business behind the mic, or even rolling dice. Stay up to date on all Excorians Points Network podcasts at EQ Points on Twitter and on ExcoriansPoints.com. Pardon our dust as I continue updates on the website. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Hello and welcome to St. Fleur, where the city is modern, the fantasy is urban, and the faction politics are at an all-time high. Join us in Shadows of St. Fleur as we follow the wizard, Alistair Lockwood. Regret to
0: inform you, I'm not a wizard. I am a master of the arcane arts.
1: The scholar, Jeremiah Roderick Crawford.
0: I'm an earl, you know. You're a baron. As words carry
2: some weight.
1: The wolf, Victor Margaret.
0: Victor
3: stands on the bridge in the cold. Fuck.
1: The fae who is known
3: only as Silk. Um, do we know if this was a, you know, was a standard mugging?
1: And the vamp, Alex Giroux. Quite, because the first time
3: the door opens, I'm going to push her out.
1: Through their experience in the city. Shadows of St. Fleur is an Urban Shadows actual play podcast with a majority LGBTQ plus cast playing characters finding their way through faction politics, all in pursuit of their own individual goals. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts.